Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast talking gaming news, upcoming releases, and various topics on all things in the gaming industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, we got the return of our Destiny insider, Jackson Ducharme. How's it going, everybody? Glad to be back. And, yes, welcome back. And the return of the Star Wars boy, Mark O'Connor. Shalom. It is I, Mark O'Connor, as was just spoken. Hello. <laughs> how, you do, how you boys doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Just hanging out. Enjoying some Black Friday Steam deals right now. Yes. So, yeah, it's good. Um, I just had to pay $200 to get new tires for my car, so I can't oh. buy anything, as the kids say. Ooh. Yes, oh, it is um, good. less than fortunate. No, I had... <laughs> this is a gaming podcast. You guys don't care about tires. <laughs> 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 suffice to say i bought new tires and they were like 200 bucks but let's go back let's go back to the gaming <laughs> all good mark all good life happens at times and especially in canada when we have to get them i'm assuming winter tires yes sir yeah uh, one of them was like just skidded to crap i don't know why it was like the front right tire they're like yeah so i don't know who put it on and i'm like god God damn it. Yeah, that's Whatever. a big, that's a big, a big rip. But welcome back, boys. We're going to start off with our Getting Comfy segment to just uh, start start getting us talking. Um, and our Getting Comfy segment, I actually have two because one of them is like breaking right as we're recording this podcast right now. But we'll start with, uh, we'll go, we'll get in, into that one. Uh, we'll start with um, Black Friday deals. Um what have you taken advantage of this year via Black Friday uh, or in past years uh, when you've had uh, taken advantage of it? What what were you able to nab and whatnot? Well, you know, part of me just wants to go down to the States and just fight someone, you know? <laughs> like, like, not even pick an item. Just like, if someone's like, oh, I want that TV. I'm like, I am going to fight you to the death. I don't even, I don't even want it. I just want to fight you, and then <laughs> and then and then drive back to Canada. You know, having defeated multiple Americans, that's my goal in life. Defeated multiple Americans. Yes, get some mad XP on that bad boy. Mad experience. Amer- <laughs> Americans do drop more experience when defeated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Some legendary items, you know, some exotic. What kind of items. engrams do you get at a at a base? <laughs> And ground. You farm it. God. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, me, I, uh, I, I take advantage a lot of Black Friday sometimes. Uh, or, yeah. Um, every year or so, every other year, I always trade in a console. Like, say for example, like you know how Black Friday at EB Games they'll have like a trade in your old PS4 to upgrade to a PS4 Slim or something like that. Oh, yeah. I take advantage of those all the time. Um, last, no, not last year, but the year before Black Friday 2018, I traded in my old Trapezoid Batman Edition PS4 and I bought a PS4 Slim with like the Spider-Man bundle and a year's worth of PS Plus for a whopping 
$30. So dude, it was that that's a crazy steal. And like, I also just get like a bunch of games too, that have come out throughout the year and like in a, at a crazy discount. I was telling Tony off, off the podcast that I've been enjoying uh, resident evil three. And, uh, I got that for 20 bucks. There's no way I was paying 80 bucks for that. So um, I got that. And I also bought Fallout 76 for $18. And you know what? Despite everything that's happened to it, it's not not in a bad state right now. So, Uh, Fun fact about 76. I might as well share this info now instead of the news section. The Steel Dawn expansion literally just came out. Yeah. Uh, Came out earlier than everybody expected. Mm -hmm. Because it was planned for December. Now it's just out now. Yeah, so I've been leveling up trying to play that content because uh, I heard it. I heard some good stuff about it. It's it's in a good place now. It's not nearly as bad as it was when it came out. Ah, uh, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, so aside from fighting, Mark, any deals you've made in the past with Black Friday? Um, I think once I got a hockey jersey. Ooh, <laughs> but like I've. I don't know. I've never been like, as some folk call it, financially stable. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I think, God, I can't even think of something that I bought. I don't know. I've never really thought of Black Friday as a thing because I used to work at um, Chinook Center in Calgary. And like Black Friday is a very American invention. It is very, yeah. And it's like only come to Canada like the past, I think. Yeah, like only the past couple of years they've really well, yeah. gone ham with it well, in no, Canada. I, I worked at Starbucks in Chinook Center, and I remember the first year they tried it, the company that manages Chinook Center sent us a letter, and like they sent every store like this little crappy little printed out thing. They're like, "Hey, so if you guys could like do some sort of deal this Friday, we're trying a Black Friday thing." So that'd be like super appreciated. And I was like, that's, that's how this happens. Are you, are you kidding me? The the <laughs> management sends like a passive aggressive letter to each store that they're like making pay an exorbitant amount of rent to like give them a deal on that one. Fr- it was the dumbest thing ever. And ever since then, Black Friday in Canada is a gosh darn joke. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it definitely is. It doesn't compare to, especially considering we've had Boxing Day for however many years now. Oh, yeah. well, and... Boxing Day, I've gotten some dealios. Not in games, but I got like a 89 Flames jersey that I was like, hmm, that's, that's stonks. Ooh, big Coffee. stonks right there. Big stonks. Uh, me, myself, I again, I'm in the boat as Mark Ryan. I haven't really taken advantage of a lot of Black Friday deals because – not financially stable most of that time, running off that good old college budget, especially mm-hmm. in my Lethbridge days. <laughs> um, uh, but this past year, this year specifically, I took advantage and I got one game. Uh, original price was one hundred twenty-two bucks. Uh, went down to sixty-six. Hat a full boyfriend. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, <laughs> it was <laughs> as much as I'd like to play that pigeon dating simulator. Um, it was um, uh, Persona 5 Royal. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's key. Acceptable. Not as good, but acceptable. <laughs> but acceptable. <laughs> yes. Um, and in the other part of getting comfy that I want to talk about, it's happening literally right now. I don't know if it's still happening, but uh, AOC is live streaming Among Us again. 
Oh, and it's with um Jagmeet Singh. It is. It is. It's with yeah. the NDP leader of Canada. Man, well, Zach Layton could never. I just, <laughs> you know, I think that politics is taking this insane turn where they're just like trying to appeal to millennials and Zoomers, and I'm weirdly okay with it. Yeah, I am too. Like, if it's... I can just quick scope AOC, I'd be like, I bet I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm pretty left-leaning, but I still think that'd be hilarious. Yo, I just want to know, when's Obama going to make his Twitch debut? I don't know, when Bernie they find Sanders out what his last name is. Or his first name. Bernie right? Sanders is. <laughs> what's, what's this? I don't know what's going on. All the kids and the zooming and the running and the shooting. <laughs> I don't know. How old is that man? He is. He's he's up, the, he's up there, man. He's up he there. Is a, he is. Wow. No, Yo, like, I, Honestly, if he was president, I'd be worried that he just like one day pass away very peacefully in his sleep he's just he's just that old <laughs> that'd be he like is. hilarious to have like a really young president because like you know they'd be like like maybe they'd be good at like the the fiscal policy and you know foreign and domestic politics but they'd also be an idiot They'd be like, so-and-so brokered peace between North Korea and South Korea, but they were also found passed out in a back alley in Washington, D.C. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, okay, well, I don't know how to feel about that, but uh, America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is the what greatest the song this, in existence. What the fuck is this start of this podcast? I, I should preface oh, this. Yeah. It is uh this is one of the later recording times that we are recording this, and Mark is a bit on the a little bit on the 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 tipsy side. Allegedly. 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 He's allegedly on the sauce. But you know what? That's okay. Yeah, because this this podcast is like um there's the age restriction warning on this podcast, so the gap. Fuck yeah, baseball. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sorry, With that, just, all good. Good all it is. With that, we're gonna jump into the week in review, uh, where we talk about what games came out this past week and what happened in the news world on the gaming side. Uh, game wise, uh, Shadowlands for World of World of Warcraft uh, finally came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Football Manager 2021 dropped, and Out of Space Couch Edition came out, a co-op, for up to four-player co-op game where you're cleaning a spaceship and uh, stopping the aliens from spreading their gunk everywhere. So like a rip-off of Among Us. Uh, not really, because you're working together. <laughs> well, and technically you're working together. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, but there's no... Imp- uh, you know what? Nah. Just, just, <laughs> just move on, don't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on, on the news side this week, uh, Just Dance is adding a KDA song from the popular League of Legends pop group. Um, it's available for download until February when it will be removed entirely unless you are a Just Dance Unlimited subscriber. That just... Isn't that that one that was like weirdly good even though it was just for it's, League of Legends? Uh, no, this is actually one of their new songs that's getting added. Okay, because um, that one from a couple of years ago, I used to work yeah. with a guy who loved K-pop, and he showed it to me, and I'm like, damn it. Pop, pop Stars is the one like that you're this. thinking about. And, yes! Uh, it's not Pop Stars. It's uh, one of their new songs, because they actually released a full EP now. Oh. Um, yeah, it's really it's pretty good. I haven't listened to the full thing myself, but I've heard a couple of the songs, and you know what? 
As a guy who listens to a lot of foreign music, specifically Japanese over Korean, it's not bad. You know what, Tony? If if you were talking to 2012, Mark, I would have judged you. But 20, 2020, Mark, boy, howdy. I have a whole playlist for, like, anime opening songs, and it's just called, like, the, the title of it is just Speed. <laughs> but, like, Respectable. All the letters have, like, the little dots over the letters. It's It's weird. I like it. It's very good. <laughs> If anyone listening nice. hasn't heard the like the first season opening to Fire Force, oh dude, oh. Inferno is really good. Chef's kiss, but dude, Amazing. season season two's opening, the the first one, the first one that uh, I, Amor did. I don't know if anything. Okay, well, like Silhouette from Naruto compares to like to Fire Force one, but like there's just there's like an S tier for anime openings, and that Fire Force one, it it's it's like. Mm, it, it slips right in there. It's like with Bluebird and freaking Silhouette. I don't know why I'm not swearing. I feel I'm still in like radio mode. Continue, Tony. I apologize. Yes, uh, but uh, in the, with the Just Dance thing, I also learned that Just Dance has a subscription service, and it's that's weird. Unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's that's the whole thing that this uh, whole Katie Avid was going into was like. If you didn't know, Just Dance has a subscription service. It's like five ish bucks a month. And you get like a lot of all you do is get songs. That's like, it. Like who? What? What? What demographic are they hitting with that? Like um, who? A owns like a gaming system and B plays Just Dance and C plays Just Dance religiously enough to pay for like a season pass esque dealio. I feel like this is uh, the tween age girl equivalent of Fortnite. But I feel like the tween age equivalent. Of Fortnite for girls is just TikTok. I mean, yeah, that's true, but like they're yeah. they're really hitting a a market of like six or seven people. I I don't I don't know what they're doing. Just dance. My name's Mark. My Instagram is o period c o m a. Please DM me and explain what what are you doing? What 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 are you ladies? What are you doing? With that, uh, Cuphead, the delicious last course DLC, has been delayed to 2021. Uh, Super Mario Maker 1 uh, uploads uh, are coming to an end on March 31st, 2021, and that's basically going to be the end of, essentially, uh, Mario Maker 1. Um, as if you can't upload anything, all the level it'll still have, I believe, you can play every level that's been uploaded to that point, but again, you can basically do that with Mario Maker 2 now. Um, so, nice. Mario Maker 1 is basically coming to a close next March. Uh, in why Rockstar news, Red Dead Online is being released as its own game in December. Okay. Uh, I don't like will, Red Dead, but okay. Cool. It will be uh, launching uh, because of uh, promotions and shit like that. It's going to launch for five bucks. Uh, you can download it and basically just play Red Dead Online as its own separate game. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, no. I know that, like, Rockstar really focuses on GTA because that's, like, their big money maker. That it, it but is. Yeah. They, I think they put a lot of love into Red Dead and it doesn't get the respect it deserves just because GTA Online is, like, okay, I will, I'll admit, I fuck with GTA Online. Like, I really enjoy that whole, like, purple alien versus green alien thing. I, I jumped into like some armored vehicle full of a bunch of squeakers a couple months back. Uh, a couple months back. And for those of you who don't know what squeakers are, it's like 
twelve year olds who just screech into their goddamn mics and want to shoot. Oh, I fucked your mom. Kind I of. And you want to strangle them to death. Um. So like, and we just drove around with like laser gun. It was, it was one of the more chaotic moments of gaming that I've ever experienced since like Modern Warfare Two in twenty thirteen and twenty twelve. It was. It was interesting. I didn't. I didn't hear the N word, which was nice. I was oh like, "God, good job, squeakers! Y'all are getting more politically correct." Am I right, ladies? And I was very impressed. I was very. They they mostly just stuck to like, "Bro, I bet you, I bet you suck dick." And I was like, "Hey guys, good on you. Bisexuality's where it's at." <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um. In uh, more subscription news, uh, as we talked about last week on the podcast of their possibly getting, or was it, it, it a couple of weeks ago? Oh, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago because last week was the sports episode. I know, I don't even remember, but uh, Fortnite has now officially added a new subscription service. <laughs> what? Again? Uh, it will be eleven ninety nine a month. Uh, you will get the <laughs> Battle Pass, 1,000 V-Bucks, and exclusive cosmetics that you won't be able to get in the regular store. Okay, Honestly. 11 bucks? That's not bad. Like, I was just hoping you get like dick pics from Ninja every month. That's it. Oh That's my this God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my God. Don't bully, and then you get that like flashback to him like, hey, kid, kill yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, you in, uh, in uh games people have wanted a sequel for forever news neo the world ends with you got its first trailer giving the world ends with you franchise much needed life after so many years and the game will be coming to the switch not bad which is really cool uh crusader kings 3 customization has uh created a new meme where they create king waluigi wow the reaction I was hoping for. In movie promotion news, Mila wow. Jovovich has been added to Monster Hunter World to oh. promote the new Monster Hunter movie. Oh, Doesn't like Robin Evil own her or something? Like you see, I thought. You see, that's what I thought. But apparently, oh wait, well no, technically, isn't Monster Hunter Capcom as well? Yeah. Well, then Capcom, Capcom owns. Capcom yeah, Capcom well. owns her then. That, like, that's that's why know. that's why she's Monster Hunter. That it's Capcom movie, that's got her. That movie looks crazy. It does not look good. It really does not look good. Like why? But nothing the... will be worse than the movie that M Night Shyamalan made about a certain series that I love with all my heart. Oh yeah, I mean, we don't we don't talk about we don't oh. talk about that movie in within the walls of Bossing Say. Okay, we don't oh. we don't we bring don't. it up. We it don't. doesn't exist. Uh, in more news, Hitman's, Hitman 3's uh, new engine will be able to support 300 NPCs at once. Which is a lot Holy. of NPCs. Does anyone need that many NPCs, though? That seems like an exorbitant <laughs> amount of NPCs, though. Like, uh, I mean, it does, but, like, that's a lot of NPCs. That's a lot of NPCs. Uh, in more movie news, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie has will be officially entering it. production in spring 2021. If that movie isn't just like an hour of Jack Black just going like, Five Nights at Freddy's, that's where I want to be. That's where if I it's not be. an hour of that, I will, I will literally jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, December 8th will have a fifth, will be the 15th anniversary live uh, Sorry. December 8th, uh, Yakuza will be holding their 15th anniversary live stream to talk about the future of the franchise. I feel like the the organization of the Yakuza has been around a little bit longer than 15 years. Um, I feel like they've been in the, you know, I don't know the exact history, but the first time I ever heard about the Yakuza was in the Predator movie. And I was like, I like that guy's collarless suit jacket. It's very nice. It's 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 just it's a clean look, and then he takes off his shoes and pulls out a sword, and is like, "Hmm, yes." <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, something I'm looking forward to as I've played every Yakuza game on the, that is available in North America, aside from Yakuza of the Dead, as that's still exclusive to the PlayStation Three. PlayStation Master Ra- No, PC's better. Who am I kidding? PC is <laughs> definitely. Definitely has the one up uh, when it comes to just running things. They have Henry Cavill. There's no. There's <laughs> no oh Henry my Cavill. god! Man's a god. <laughs> Geralt. Uh, and... Geralt. Oh you yeah, he is. You can't. Yeah. You can't even. You can't fuck. It, it'd be like if Viggo Mortensen chose a, a station to play with. You'd be like, well, fuck. I guess it's over now. <laughs> uh, with that, we're gonna move on to the draw mm. of the deck. Where we talk about the TCG news for this upcoming week. Uh, nothing in the Pokemon world over in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Speed Duel Battle City box set came out this past week. And in Magic the Gathering, they have partnered with the Bob Ross Estate to bring happy little gatherings uh, for Magic the Gathering Arena. So there will be special <laughs> land cards that you that printed for Magic the Gathering Arena that feature Bob Ross artwork. I oh want one that just has an afro of destruction that destroys your opponent's cards with kindness. <laughs> it's all it's all lands and it's all just of Bob Ross's paintings. It's, uh, and it's it just is, landscape painting. Basically, that's really what it is. That's all it is. Um, there, there is like a, a you, you can you can uh, buy the things to get the exclusive cards. Uh, it's only on cool. Arena so far. I don't know if they're going to do any physical copies of them. Damn it. I want that. I, I know that's the nice that's card. the big sad. I was hoping for some physical copies because you know I'd I might uh cough that up well, for some Bob Ross. I fuck with that. Exactly. Uh, and moving on from that, it's on your radar. Uh, here are the games coming out this upcoming week. Nothing for Monday, but on Tuesday, Chronos Before the Ashes comes out for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Empire of Sin comes out for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Twin Mirrors comes out for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And Worms Rumble comes out for the PS5, Series X, and PC. On Wednesday, Sam and Max Save the World Remastered comes out for the PC and Switch. On Thursday, Immortals Phoenix Rising comes out for everything. PS4, PS5, Series X, Xbox One, PC, Switch, all that stuff. Startup Panic comes out for the PC. Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythmic Adventure Pack comes to the Switch. Morbid The Seven Acolytes comes out for the PS4, P- PC, Xbox One, and the Switch. Shirin The Wanderer, The Tower of Fortune, and The Dice of Fate comes out to the PC. 
And on Friday, Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition finally makes its way to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Commandos 2 HD Remastered for the Switch. FIFA 21 makes its way to the PS5 and Series X, as well as Madden NFL 21. Fitness Boxing 2 Rhythm and Exercise gets its way to the Switch. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light makes its way to the Switch uh, for the first time that's not Japan exclusive. John Wick Hex makes its way to the Xbox One and Switch. And Suzerain comes out for the PC. And those are the games coming out this week. I just cracked my neck. <laughs> nice. Uh, any you. thoughts on the games coming out this week, boys? Um, I was hoping you'd make a joke about Cyberpunk never actually having existed. CD <laughs> 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 Project Red's official announcement says that Cyberpunk was actually just an idea that Elon Musk had that they decided to say was a game, but never existed since Grimes was too busy stealing money from Canadian taxpayers. What? <laughs> exactly. What? Back to you, Jackson. Um. <laughs> do, 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 do. Ah. Um. I don't know. Uh. Nothing really. It's like that interesting for me personally. Like that's coming out. Um. I'm more so just kind of sticking with my Destiny stuff and the new games that I bought. Um. But yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk definitely. I am hoping that I'll have time for it over the break because I've been so damned busy with online school. I've had no time to do anything. No, literally, I've been playing like this one game since God knows when. It's like this terrible app that's obviously just a ploy for EA to make money. It's called Galaxy of Heroes. I hate myself for playing it. Oh. I put too much time into it at this point to give up. So... Galaxy. Somebody shoot me so I can just get out of the the time pit that I've put into this game. Uh, sadly, can't do that, Mark. You're just going to have to soak in that time pit a bit longer. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that, that's a great segue uh, into today's first topic being Star Wars related. Yes. Yes, sir. And Mark's the one who brought the uh, the topic to me, so I'll let him intro it. You know, I was just going to say, Dave Filoni, I, so, okay, okay, backtrack a second here. I'm a Jewish man, but I, for one, accept Dave Filoni as my lord and savior because holy fucking shit, I love him with all my heart. This man, this man has not only brought Mandalorian culture to the mainstream, but also canonized, well, sort of canon, Ahsoka Tano, Mandalorian Jedi Wars, and the original Jedi homeworld of Tython. I fucking hated Octo. I think it was a waste of goddamn time. Oh, God. I hate the sequels. I okay. I loved Retur like whatever the Force Awakens. I was Before, like, yeah, the Force Awakens was like the good one of the three. Yeah, sequels. it was like it was safe. It was fun. Everyone's like, oh, it's just like a New Hope, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. It was fun. Like I thought it was a good movie, and then and then they gave it to just some guy who made the Last Jedi. And if you want my whole spiel on the Last Jedi, um, my phone number is. <laughs> Call me. I will yell at you. 
for six to ten minutes about how much I hated that movie. But Dave Filoni, I don't know how many of you know how amazing it is that he canonized Tython. Tython's the original home of the Jedi Order. It is like it has so much cool history behind it, like the Jedi schism where the Sith were like exiled from Tython and sent to the homeworld of the Sith called Korriban. And it's this it's this whole insane, cool, well-thought-out storyline that Bioware, I believe, pioneered. And then Disney was like, no, we want to make Porgs a thing. And then I was like, wow, I want to jump off a goddamn bridge, Kathleen Kennedy. Thanks for that. I don't know where I was going with that, but I love Dave Filoni. I, I want to get matching cowboy hats with him and ride into the sunset. Jackson, back to you. <laughs> yeah um i uh i don't know i don't every movie that star wars has made uh or sorry that disney has made on star wars except for seven has just been shitty um i uh most for the most part agree with or well, not for the most part i entirely agree with everything that mark said poor yeah. language there um Seven was great setup. I after seven, I was like, "Yeah, this could go in a million different directions," and I can't wait. And unfortunately, it went in the absolute worst one, so that sucked. Um, like Ryan Johnson, I don't think he's a bad director. I really no, like Knives Out. I enjoy it. A, he's just not a good Star Wars director. But they shouldn't uh, have given him Star Wars. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. No, I know. So, in preparation for talking about like for for this topic today, I listened to a lot of like Star Wars theory. Great YouTube channel, by the way. Great guy. Um, I listened to a lot of his uh, uh, stuff about like the production of Episode Nine and stuff like that. And they had no direction for the new trilogy, and I don't like that. Um, <laughs> I don't like how they did that. You know, it's only Star Wars. You know, this is a lot of people's <laughs> lives, dude. Like, I, I love Star Wars. Um, I do. I love what Dave Filoni's doing. I don't understand why he's not the lead producer of Star Wars because right? Kathleen Kathleen Kennedy clearly doesn't give a shit. And you know, Dave Filoni is like actually passionate about Star Wars, which is like, dude, like, come on. Um, I love Mandalorian. The second season wasn't really like hooked on the first season. Like I watched it just for the sake of watching it and it was mm -hmm. good, but I wasn't like, Oh my God, baby Yoda, I got to go buy the plushie for my dog. Did you want Oh, Can I get my little boy a baby Yoda costume? Oh, I want to make the tea that baby Yoda drinks. <laughs> um, you know, the next episode, right? I the have some like, yeah, all, all I can think of is an American dad when Roger like accidentally gets pregnant. Yeah, he, he births a son named Rogu. Oh, and the little baby. Aww. That's all I can think of is Rogu just saying like deeply cursed lines about like eating his enemies. But yeah, but with Baby Yoda and like as you said, Baby Yoda isn't my main draw for it. It's Dave Filoni. Yeah, it's it's that's the whole story. Like I. I screeched when I saw Bo-Katan fly in. Oh, yeah. I, I lost my absolute mind. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about Bo-Katan and, like, her relation to Obi-Wan, Satine Krize, and, like, 
the the monarchy of Mandalore and the dark saber, I lost my mind. It, um, yeah, and I, I, me too. But I'm scared that the I'm scared that the Mandalorian is going to get too fan servicey. Like the stuff that's going on right now, like it makes sense for him to run into Bo Katan. And, you know, for them to go point out where Ahsoka is and stuff like that. I understand that. But, like, I'm worried that, like, in season three when the baby goes and does his own thing and he's off training with the Jedi that the Mandalorian is going to be fucking fighting with, like, a, a young General Hux. And that General Hux is carrying Darth Vader's lightsaber who is then going to – he's going to be given to a – to uh what's it a dark dark troopers or whatever from the jedi outcast games like, and and kyle katarn is the leader of the fucking empire <laughs> and then and, and uh, fucking moff gideon is uh, is actually mace windu in disguise and mace windu is trying to rebuild the empire so that he could and he could make it so that they all have purple lightsabers and then the purple lightsabers are he goes into depth about why they're neutral color in the fort and it's just like oh okay all right let's Do you remember just when Dave brought darth maul back I, I i at first i hated that but exactly I, I, you he, know what as they exp- they gave it a very good explanation as to how he survived and i was I like i love him this. though that's I love why this. i trust him because yeah. like he took this character from the prequels and everyone was pissed that he didn't have a story they were like that was a waste of a character like he looked so cool and dave yeah. filoni was like you know what I'm going to bring this back. People are definitely going to be like, oh, that's fan service at first. But then if you watch the Clone Wars and Rebels even, like bringing back Maul wasn't just fan service. It was they gave him a whole character arc. Like they made him not just this cool, badass looking dude with a double bladed lightsaber, which again, great decision, George Lucas, like mm, chef's kiss. But like, Dave Filoni gave him this whole complex character that when in the end he you, you genuinely felt bad for him because of the yeah. story that he'd been through through the life that he'd lived for the experiences that he'd been put through you were like shit Darth Maul I I genuinely like if I were put through the same circumstances I understand your choices like that's that's the beauty of Dave Filoni is that he takes these characters that like maybe Lucas didn't f- like fully flesh out because, you know, he doesn't have time. He's too busy f- like focusing on Anakin's teen angst. But he took a clone trooper that didn't exist in the movies, Commander Rex, and made him one of our favorite characters. He made yeah. Ahsoka Tano, which like I I love her. She is amazing. She's this amazing strong female character that when people say i'm just mad because i'm sexist about ray being not a well-written character i say look at the clone wars look at ahsoka tano she is an amazingly well-written female character yeah you, you don't even like when you some when you look at rose tico you're like oh kathleen kennedy shoehorned her in oh, for yeah. diversity oh but yeah ahsoka tano is well-written fleshed out she has a whole character arc she's a strong strong character you don't even think of her as as like this addition that's just there to be there you think of her as an integral part of the story because she's well written she's well fleshed out she's she's amazing like people when they're writing characters should compare it to ahsoka tano a character that people hated at first they were like 
I can't wait for her to fucking die. But yeah. now she was a live action character. She was like, I am such a fan of Ahsoka and the writing that was behind her. She's amazing. Her and yeah. Bo-Katan, like, if you if you said, oh, there's going to be two female characters that are going to be integral to the Star Wars universe, the fanboys in 1999 would have been like, fuck you, I'm going to stab you with a knife or, you know, burn down your house. But that's that's not how it is anymore. They have these characters that are amazing. Yeah. And nobody questions it anymore. It's, again, Dave Filoni, I love you. I yeah. love you so much. I, I, I oh god this like speaking of the difference between Ahsoka and Rey personally I think Ahsoka is like the main character of the Clone Wars because I, right? I feel like she gets the most development in that whole show Anakin's kind of staying the same as you know, oh I'm a fucking I'm a Jedi blah 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 Obi Wan's <laughs> hello there fucking General Grievance <laughs> he's doing his thing um, but Ahsoka gets the most gets the most. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, that, that whole but, thing right there, that was something else. Yeah. And that's the Clone Wars summarized in a minute that's by Jackson. The Clone Wars, yeah. Oh my God. But anyway, as I was saying, um, I don't know. When wh- I, I'm all for fucking female characters and stuff like that, I don't care. Like, I'm not like a stupid guy. But I'm the. It gets. It gets. It gets kind of like. Uh, okay, why are we doing this when the characters are like? I'm. I don't need no man. I'm a strong independent. I can do all this, and I. I don't need to tell you how I can. Like I don't. I didn't like Ray because of that. I was all for Ray being like. Okay, you know she had. She had to know these skills. She had to know how to survive on Jakku. Pretty bad planet. Um, pretty dangerous stuff going on there. Makes sense, but you know when she can fly the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that, and not need to read the directions book like I would have needed to. Um, definitely would have. Definitely don't f- takes me out of the uh, experience a little bit. And um, there was a whole other th- a whole other argument that I Admiral Holdo being oh. just useless. Well, it's like yeah, yeah. It, like, like Star Wars I, I, has I, I, really well written female characters. You don't need to. You don't need to shove them in there. Just like, yeah. Fuck. I I really wanted Finn to be like the oh, next God. Jedi. I thought he was. I love oh, John Boyega God. so much. And then I love just, him with a passion. Oh, he and Disney just Star shit Wars. on him. He hates he, Star Wars, and I Disney to- did don't. him so dirty. They did yeah. him dirty. Like I don't blame him. He deserved so much. Like his character could have been so amazing, and like yes. he could have been so much more than Lando Calrissian ever thought he was. Like, yes. Like Lando Calrissian was amazing. Don't get me He's wrong, cool. but yeah. Finn could have been so much more. And Kathleen Kennedy is probably sitting at some table. She's like, "Nope, I would like to make Admiral Holdo." break the entire universe by using a maneuver that would have negated Luke shooting the proton tor- not proton Jesus Christ his ion his torpedoes ion torpedoes into the into the shoot on the death star that negated the entire battle of the second death star that negated the entire Wait, old republic Mark, hyperspace Mark, ramming Mark Mark that the holdo maneuver was a one in a million uh maneuver though you oh, can't geez. forget that 
Oh my god. That is dude. such a bullshit excuse. I'm uh, sorry, but come on. That is universe breaking garbage. Yeah. Like, first off, when has she ever piloted a ship? Like, second off, why did they kill Admiral Ack? Like, he has been through so- Admiral Akbar fought in the Clone Wars, the Galactic Rebellion, and then he yeah. just gets ganked out of just just off, basically off screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was I remember when Rise of Skywalker came out, and by the way, awful movie. I saw that awful. for free. I still feel ripped off. Anyhow. I, I paid for it. I hated it. Oh, Sorry, good God. Yeah. There was a woman, there was a radio host, of course, and you know, <laughs> to all of us who are radio people, you know, radio hosts can be a, a kind of cringe. Um some radio hosts can be kind of cringe. And uh, there was this one woman on the radio, won't say who, quite frankly, I forget who. She, I think she was a uh, radio host for an Edmonton radio station. Don't, don't remember who, to be quite honest. I think it was – okay, I remember, but I'm not going li- to say her name because of no, uh, none of that. People haven't had intercourse, possibly. <laughs> yeah, and she was like sitting in the movie theater, and she's like – takes a quick picture of Ray in episode nine, and she's like I'm getting ready to watch the best written female protagonist in all of fiction. I was like – Ah, that's cringe. Like this book is cringe. Yeah, I was like, shut your fucking mouth. Like, shut up. Ugh. Watch the Clone Wars, ma'am. You, watch if fucking... you think that Ray is an amazing female protagonist, watch Ahsoka Tano, or yeah. even in the Clone Wars, watch Padme. They Padme, Padme is so good. much better of a character. Oh yeah, like, Padme is she. Good. Oh my god. She's like a diplomat. She's a full-on, like, amazing... You see why she was elected the Queen of Naboo at such a young age? Because she's, like, amazing at diplomacy and politics and just moving her point of view and, and, like, convincing people of a more peaceful option as opposed to war. And she's good at dying, too. Um, Well, you know, we're not... You know, I, I... I grew up with a prequel, so I'm a bit biased, but I think they're great. I firmly believe in the legend's story of Palpatine siphoning life energy from Padme to Anakin to keep him alive. Is that a a thing? I think so, or it's just a fan theory. But, you know, my head canon is a very messy place, so we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah, that makes (laughs) sense. I believe that. You know, be in theory, the dark side is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider. I hate how they use that as an excuse to bring back Palpatine, dude. It's like it was lazy writing. It was lazy. The, I don't in think the, in the novelization he was cloned and his essence lived in that clone body. And Snoke like, was like failed clone of him or something like that. In Legends, they used clones, but makes sense. Disney's makes perfect whole, sense. Like Disney's whole thing was to move away from Legends and. I think Ryan Johnson just – he did what Steven Spielberg and Lucas did to Indiana Jones. They they jumped the proverbial shark. They fucked it up. Like Ryan Johnson – like – sorry. J.J. – yeah, J.J. Abrams. That's his name. I was thinking of J.K. Simmons. I like him. J.J. Abrams, he, he set the prequel series up fairly – like he did a good job. He did a very like – he set the base very well. He built a nice, solid base. And then Ryan Johnson was like, that's a good base he got. I'm going to go 
30 kilometers to the left and build a giant dildo. And everyone's like, wait, no. And it's like, well, too late. We did it. And like the, the last Jedi was so deeply limited because they were trying to fix Ryan Johnson's fuck ups. I don't know who was sitting in the editing booth and they were looking at the last Jedi. Sorry. Yeah. The last Jedi. And they were like, this is good. I don't like, they obviously never come across Star Wars in their life. Like whoever edited that and and allowed it to get to the theaters, I don't think they'd ever come across it because no self-respecting Star Wars fan would have looked at that movie and been like, "Yeah, no, this is great. This is solid. I like this. This is great. No, this is good. Yeah, let's 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 send this out. Let's you know what? You know what we should do? We should we should make Leia force float herself oh that was so dumb i audibly said what the fuck in the theater in the (laughs) theater i audibly said what the fuck and you know what nobody was like hey dude keep it down everyone was in the same on the same page as me they just didn't want to say it i i i was hmm okay continue because otherwise i'm gonna go off on a tangent about that movie (laughs) i don't like it I mm, Jackson, take it away. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I heard a great saying from uh, what? What's his name? Uh, the YouTuber reviewer guy, Red Cactus, Chris Stuckman. That's his name. So close. Um, you were close. Yeah, Chris Stuckman. He said the biggest the 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 people that hate Star Wars the most are Star Wars fans, and I totally agree. Because, like, dude, I'm looking at my action figures behind me, and it's, like, 90% Star Wars. Like, I love Star Wars. I, um, right? I, I love Star Wars so much, and it's part of my life. And, dude, man, like, the, the lack of care that went into making the sequel trilogy breaks my heart. And I really hope that if they ever do a Old Republic trilogy or something, which I am super down for, would to- uh, totally love if they did that. Um, if they ever do that, I really hope people that actually give a shit are uh, at the helm for that one. Because, uh, yeah. kind well, of the uh, president has been set with The Mandalorian. Because oh, yeah. you look at it and you have... Well, again, Dave Filoni, I love you. He cares yeah. so much about this. Like, I've watched – okay, I don't look too in-depth into things, but I watched an interview about how Dave Filoni, when he met George Lucas, George Lucas, like, kind of tested him to see if he really cared about Star Wars. And, like, I want to see that more because you can see that love and care and knowledge put into every episode of The Mandalorian. They took one of the more vague – references to the original truly jeans guy and put him into a like semi filler semi lore heavy episode into the mandalorian they put jeans guy into an episode that was like who who would even think of that like people who love the series people who care about the series it's it's like the mandalorian is a labor of love and it is so good because you can tell that you can see how much love and care and thought has been put into it. Like who would have thought to put a crate dragon into an episode? That's like, that's like looking back at star Wars galaxies and 
thinking about the lore that was put in place by there and Star Wars the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic. Who's uh, what? Uh, and Shadows of the Empire too. Yeah. Oh my! And Shadows of the Empire with the. Oh my God! I didn't even think of that. See, yeah. the people who do that are they deserve so much more. Yeah. And I just like those people exist, which is the frustrating part because they could they could find those people and put them in charge of these things. But Lucasfilm and Disney, they just they want to make it this broad appeal thing which you know i understand profits are huge for y'all but can you please just find someone who loves and cares about the subject matter like that would it would make my heart swell you know what just give lucasfilm dave filoni i don't care just just give him the whole damn thing just be like dave here you go do what you want and let him control Star Wars until the end of time and I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, how many, like, you know, people love the Mandalorian. Like, how many fucking rant videos are on the sequel trilogy versus how many rant videos are on the Mandalorian? Like, you don't see them anywhere. He's right. So, Where's the lie? Where's yeah. the lie? So, I don't know. Mandalorian, good. Sequel bad well i saw this one like video my, my sister um she she didn't believe me that the clone wars was good until oh. mandalorian started coming i know tr- i'm sorry i, I oh. failed as a, as a brother but she watches a lot of those videos that kind of like give you the crash course on what's happening and i've been so amazed to like because i we live together she's on the top floor i'm the main whatever the hell so I, I can I can like hear the intro to the Clone Wars playing sometimes and I'm like, I have never been more proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> like, because she's watched these videos that are explaining who Thrawn is and what his like the implications of him being alive and like reachable, not accessible, that's the word. Accessible in the Mandalorian. Because like when they bring that up, I'm like, okay, so that brings us back to rebels the characters in rebels the fact that so and so from the clone wars was heavily involved with character a from rebel i don't know are we doing spoilers whatever the fuck i don't care um so rex is heavily involved with ahsoka and ahsoka was also with sabine who's also a mandalorian who in my mind is going to be waiting on tython the original homeworld of the jedi like and then thrawn is alive and Thrawn was one of the biggest threats to the rebellion in the early years of the rebellion because Thrawn is this like who else is going to be knowledgeable on the Timothy Zahn series of Star Wars, which is no longer canon, to bring Thrawn back into the canon and make him this looming threat that makes the whole series so much more interesting. Yeah, like, and another thing too, like I look at Thrawn and I'm just like, man, this guy can't beat Goku. Like, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> Goku's in Star Wars? What? <laughs> I forgot Tony was here. Hi, I'm here still. Podcast. Morgan Jackson ranting. <laughs> oh, no, my keep God. going. You guys, I, I, this is it's interesting to hear this as a guy who got into Star Wars, who, believe it or not, like, I didn't see a movie first. I read the book for Phantom Menace. 
That was how oh, I got yeah. into Star Wars. Dude, I got nightmares because the, <laughs> the cover of it was Darth Maul, and I was so terrified of his face. I was like, what is that? I don't even know how I got that book. Who gave it? I, I read even, it sorry, in fourth I'm... grade because it was one of the books in like the like the book selection thing that you could grab from. That's how, that's, that's, that's how I read it. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I do want to kind of rail us into one more thing on Star Wars before we move on. And that is the last time, Mark, you were on the podcast, you talked about Battlefront 2 a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, from that episode to now, I have played Battlefront 2 and gone through the campaign for it. I like the camp. I thought it was a very interesting tie-in. It definitely is. I was boring. I didn't. I didn't like the campaign. Really, the story was okay, but okay. I understand. Like a lot of people really, really wanted to have like more imperial involvement, yeah. which I thought was like such a cool event. And I thought they kind of like they they were, it was kind of like uh, they really cheaped out because they were like, oh no, we found the heir of the empire. Like yeah, no shit. They're like inherently bad. What do you what do you expect? It's the Empire. They do what they do because they think it's right, but it's not, but whatever. Institutionalized evil, that's a whole other concept that we're not even gonna touch on. But I thought it was interesting because they, they brought in something I think was from Legends. I'm pretty sure Operation Cinder was from Legends, or they made it up. But like the Yeah, the Emperor was like, now that I'm dead, fuck everyone. So the Empire was going to destroy all these worlds and this highly trained Imperial like squadron was like, that's a bit sus. I don't like that. Mm, that's mm, what the f- what are you doing, Palpatine girl? The fuck? And you're you're kind of like dealing with that. And I thought that was very like very interesting to take these Imperial loyalists and have them really doubt their their set point of view on the matter. They were like questioning their entire existence because I don't know if you guys read the tie in novel prior to that game, but they just like infiltrated this um, uh, rebel cell and gone through this whole thing. And they were like very set in their ways and very, like very, 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 very Imperial. And afterwards they were like, Oh shit maybe the empire is wrong and that's like a huge personal journey to go through it. and i i get to kind of glossed over it and maybe i'm kind of like i would like to have seen that in a game and not in a book you know show don't tell <laughs> yeah if very much I, I feel goes. like and i feel like again as like not as a big of a fan as like you two are that like the books that like have existed that can be considered canon still. I feel like they should be made into like a show or a movie to like get those people who are maybe like me who are who like Star Wars but won't go to the lengths and love like going to all that to like get them into that kind of stuff. Who don't eat, sleep, and shit Star Wars like Mark and I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know basically. What? Um Jackson has a point. Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts that you want to give on Star Wars before we move on to the second topic that will be quick? Jedi Fallen Order is good. Buy it if you haven't already. It's so good. It's a That's very it. good game. Um, I'm going to go pee real quick. Okay, perfect. Because uh, the next part involves Jackson. Jackson! 
Yes. Uh, last time you were on, we were talking. Uh, we were talking the PS5 and the Xbox Series S and X and yes. S. And you got your Series X in. Yes, I did, dude. It's a good console. Um. So okay, I haven't really played a ton of games that are optimized for the Series X yet because. There's there's really not that many out yeah, right now. The the, the, um, the first one that will be fully optimized for it will be Cyberpunk. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, so uh, I bought Call of Duty Cold War because um, I just wanted a game just, just to warrant uh, the Series X optimization, just to kind of justify it. And um, I'm really digging how everything looks. Um the load times are almost instantaneous, uh, aside from multiplayer, because you know, that's not the console. That's like the network stuff. So, so yeah, th- that's that's uh, that's exempt from my my load time aspect of my how I my thoughts on it. Um, the Series X is really good. Controller is about the same. Like we talked about, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I like it. Um, been uh been playing quite a lot of uh jedi fallen order on it uh the quick quick resume feature is is nice to have it's just it's just uh you click on it and go and i love that no more booting it up and loading in and stuff like that there there are some loading troubles in in some games that i play but i think that it's probably just because they were made for the last gen systems and they weren't really designed to load almost instantaneously so i'm not i'm sure that i would be having like a the same dilemma on a ps5 if i had it too so not 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 too much to complain about there um what i'm really looking forward to is um and and this is kind of how this is kind of a bad basis to, to to judge it but i'm looking forward to basically finalizing my thoughts on it when the destiny Two optimization comes out for it for the yes. series X and S or sorry for this, just for the series X and the yeah. PS five. Sorry. I got my consoles. When does that optimization up. come out? December 10th. December and that's going to add the 120 4k 120 output and um, the field of view slider. So basically if, if you guys don't know um basically destiny 2 on the next gen consoles is going to play like how it does on pc and that's incredible because i remember when destiny 2 was first announced and it was only at 30 fps and i was like you're fucking kidding me right now are you serious but of course xbox one and ps4 hardware wasn't that good so I, you know, being a dumb fucking 17 year old, I was like, this is fucking stupid. It's so fucking dumb. I'm going to, I'm going to go on Facebook and cry. This Xbox, Destiny 2 is just shit in the box. It's no, it's just me being dumb. But um, I'm ex- super excited to have it look like that. Get to shit on some kids in Crucible that are playing on Xbox One still that are, that can't even see. So I can actually see when I play PvP. Of course, I'm used to see these settings on PC, of course. But, um, uh, you know, it'll be nice to, ha- to, to be able to see it on a console. Um, yeah, I, I'm really liking the Xbox Series X. Um, I'm eventually going to get a PS5 when God of War comes out and when stock actually starts coming out. Yeah, people are still struggling to get a hold of it. <sighs> Uh, you, I, you know what? You, and I'm. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. Wants to DM people and just tell them that they're scum. 
Oh like, yeah, Calgary, scalpers. Calgary yeah. Video game collectors Facebook group there's... is like condemning condemning people that are scalping like, PS5s and Xbox who, Series Xs. Who are you? I wanna yeah. I wanna find you. And like I don't wanna do anything terrible. I just wanna like mildly inconvenience you. Like I wanna you take put their French pets fries under Exactly. Yeah. Still still that. That's a good point. Yeah, I got take sushi. Their... Ooh. Oh, right on. Sorry, continue. Um, <laughs> I'm going to eat this. Um, yeah, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. It's it's actually kind of a miracle that I got mine the day that the pre-orders came out because I'm hearing all these stories about people's consoles getting stolen by Amazon drivers and, like, and just, like, all this crazy stuff, like, stock being sold instantly on Best Buy and shit like that. And I'm just like, wow, I am so thankful that I got mine. <laughs> so, yeah, I am I said this in your podcast with your other buddy, Tony. I, I'm so sorry. I forgot his name. With, um, with, good old, with good old Nick Green. Nick Green. Yeah, Nick. Um, I, this generation is going to be sweet. And uh, uh, I, I definitely think that it's going to be way more robust if that's the right word uh than the last gen with like console exclusives and stuff like that and just how games are gonna fucking look hey if call of duty black ops cold war is rendering people that look almost real on the series x dude we are in for a fucking treat when the xbox x series x pro u comes out and <laughs> and the ps5 pro comes out because holy shit man this i can't even just, fathom that right now honestly i know my brain cannot comprehend that i can't wait till my xbox looks like a, a life-sized fridge <laughs> Or, you know, you just so, uh, enter those sweepstakes to win the f- actual fridge. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, speaking <laughs> of Destiny 2, can I do a little bit of a thought yes, on... Yes, uh, you are, you are our Destiny insider, so I will say go for it. Yeah, so um, I, I told Tony that I would love to come back and talk about Destiny 2 for a little bit. You guys know me. Destiny 2 is my, my life. It's been my anchor to fucking happiness during the initial lockdown. It was so, part of my um, life for a good time as well. Yeah, back, yeah. Back so Destiny like launch days. Yeah, so Destiny Two is super important to me. So Year Three of Destiny Two sucked for the most part. Um, season of Undying was fine. So was Season of Dawn. Worthy was worthless, and uh, Season of Arrivals was pretty good. But there was some really dry and like very uh demoralizing spouts in destiny like hopeless no hope in sight kind of spouts um so beyond light was a, a had a lot of shoes to fill and at first it didn't fill it um bungie makes an incredible amount of money from eververse uh and you know i'm no prophet expert i'm no fucking banker but i know that bungie isn't isn't poor you know they're doing okay and beyond light aside from the really good story like probably the best narrative destiny 2 has ever had in a dlc and stasis is awesome um definitely fucking cool but the fact that there are no new crucible maps no new str- one new one brand new strike and one omnigo rehash 
and no new Gambit maps, you know, I'm just kind of thinking like, what the fuck happened? Like, what is your, what the fuck is your guys' problem? And so sunsetting content, if you guys don't know, I might not have touched up on it when I talked about Destiny before. Um, basically, sunsetting content is when they have a set limit on how much power that your weapons can be infused into. And then after a certain season, they're worthless. They can't, well, it's not that they're worthless, but they're not a viable thing for endgame content, which is totally fair. Um on paper, it was a very good idea, but in execution, seeing the amount of weapons that they took out versus the amount of weapons and gear that they put in, it's just like, oh my fuck, like, you guys, what is the deal? So, um, I don't know, there's definitely some wrong doings in, in some leadership, um, in my opinion... I don't think Luke Smith is a very good director for Destiny. I think he's kind of sucks. Destiny des- definitely needs some new leads by now because man, it's not it's not good, but um yeah. So this was how I felt when Beyond Light came out like first week. Then the raid comes out and it unlocked a plethora of new stuff to do. Um Empire hunts, stuff like that, uh, and salvation missions and stuff for Varric, some new story stuff with uh, the Exo Stranger and Clovis Bray, who is the Clovis Bray basically in TLDR, basically invented the Exos. So that's some very cool stuff. The raid I hear is really good, but the fact that they fucking had to get Tanix, a strike boss from Destiny 1, is annoying. But I guess in this context of the story, it makes sense. I guess, but it could have been anything else, but whatever. Um, people are, are comparing Beyond Light to what Destiny 3 would be. I definitely think that there are some concepts from Beyond Light that would would be used in Destiny 3. There were definitely, there were some Destiny 3 leaks a couple years ago and um, had some stuff that lined up with Beyond Light, but that's whatever. Um I think it's going to definitely be a slow burn. Um, We are only three weeks into Beyond Light in year four. So it's going to be kind of a slow start. I definitely think that by the time Witch Queen is around the corner and on the horizon, that that basically year four is when it's going to be at its peak, just like with last year and uh, Season of Arrivals. Um, Season of Hunt, the current season sucks uh i am one thing away from getting a, the warden title which is basically once you get that you don't need to do the you do the, need to do the seasonal content anymore um yeah uh i think that this expansion was definitely better than shadow keep shadow keep had a lot of nothing in it not as good as forsaken but i'm not expecting any forsaken level stuff anymore which sucks but um i guess it really is what it is if I were to, I, I, of course, a score out of ten doesn't really do it much justice. Um, I, if I were to give Beyond Light a, a rating, I think I'd, I'd probably give it like a four and a half or a five out of ten. It's not bad, but it's certainly, you know, for a fall expansion, a very big release. It's definitely not worth the hype, and um, yeah. I there's a lot of content that I still need to do in it. So of course, like three weeks isn't enough to judge a 
expansion like this. So I'll be back to give more thoughts. But Beyond Light, at the end of the day, was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. It was just okay. And that is all. All right. Thank you for that, Jackson. Uh, I think on that note, we will move into the bonus level now. Uh, and that, of course, starts us off with this day in gaming history. Boys, do you know what came out November 29th, 1993? Chlamydia. <laughs> no. No, it was uh, Dr. Robotnik's main bean machine for the Genesis. Fuck. A classic. A classic, which is basically just Puyo Puyo with a Sonic skin on it. It's not even Sonic, it's just you against Dr. Robotnik's robots. Great game. Ah. If you, it, it's on uh, the Sonic Mega Collection. <laughs> <laughs> I played the shit out of that, and so did my brother. Uh, also, in 2005, the PSP was released on this day in the US, and Mario and Luigi Partners in Time came out for the DS as well. Oh yeah, those games are good. I like I think those the games. PSP was like a big deal back. It in the was day. that shit was that shit hit. It was to rival yeah. Nintendo's DS. Mm-hmm. And, and it did uh, a good job. It was elite. That that thing was like elite. Like if you had one of those, you were like a rich kid, or someone oh, yeah. actually loved you. Sadly for me, I was neither rich and, and nobody loved me, so I didn't get one. Sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was hoping that'd be more of a joke, but you guys just went quiet. Well, I I, I didn't have a PSP when I was a kid, so I had the DS. Hey, gang, gang, nobody loves us. Okay, with that, the achievement of the week this week is in Out of Space Couch Edition. It's I want to live alone, which is to start a solo match. And the game to look out for this week is Worms Rumble, uh, because it's a new Worms game, and it's the first Worms game on the next generation of consoles. So that's really dope. I'm glad they're still making those. That that those thing is like is it a lot like the oh my god what was it? It was like a turn based. You'd like aim and try and like yeah snip, ba- snap, yeah I know like, the, yeah I know the game you're talking. It's like I can't. It's a tank game that it originally was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's and then the they word. just uh, did they wormified it and they've made it crazy. Wor- uh, Worms WMD is the most recent one, and. Uh, They've, they've done a lot of great things with the franchise. Um, with that, where can we find you boys on the internet? Jackson, we'll start with you. Um, you can find me. My handles have never changed. Um, or if they have, but they haven't changed. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at just Jackson with two S's. J-A-C-K-S-O-N, no J-A-X-O-N. Fuck that. We see K-Gang. Um, and uh, my hobby page is okay, Jack, get a life. Instagram, those are my two main platforms. And I, I'm kind of back on Twitch. I'm sort of off and on it. I, I was on it for a little bit, and I'm off it a little bit. But eh, once I kind of get bored of Destiny, I'll, I'll go back to playing Minecraft. You can find me at just Cineral, C-Y-N-A-R-O-L-E. And, um, yeah, I, I stream Minecraft at like later in the evening sometimes, and really that's about it. All right, and Mark? Oh, what was that? Oh, my God. Oh, Did anyone else hear that? I heard that. Was <laughs> like, bass-boosted Kermit the Frog. <laughs> um, 
Uh, my name's Mark. Uh, my, I, if you listen back on the podcast, you'll hear my personal number. Uh, please don't call it. Honestly, oh, I'll probably pick. I pick up most calls just out of curiosity at this point. I think I have a relationship with the with the like you know the phone scam guy. That's one of those Carl Weathers one time. They asked me my social insurance number. I just started counting to ten until he hung up on me. Um, my my Instagram is o period c o m a like o coma because I was in a coma one time, and I I think that the rest of my socials are like that too. Honestly, like my my Twitter is just not worth your time. Um, nothing really is. I'm sometimes on a radio ish. I'm going to be in uh, Lloyd Minster in February. Uh, just O period coma. Because again, I was in a coma one time and it's my claim to fame at this point. Yeah, it is. I think you've told the story on an earlier episode of the podcast. Um, Basically, if you feel sick, go to a doctor. You know, in theory, it might get better, but why risk it? You know, I risked it and it ended in a coma. So, haha. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can find me <laughs> at Radio Tony on Twitter, at Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram and on Twitch. And uh, we stream every, or we try to stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday over on twitch.tv slash Tony's Game Lounge. So check us out there. Thank you for joining, boys. It's always been a, it was a quite a time today. Yeah, uh, it sure was. <laughs> you know what? That's a okay though. We haven't had a full dedicated Star Wars episode that talking about uh, all of the everything. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked about the games, and now we've talked about the whole franchise. Yeah, um, oh, hell no. Shit on the sequels, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I basically just talking about how much I love Dave Filoni. So that was Dave Filoni. If you're watching this, give Mark a call. You heard his phone number. <laughs> I love you so much, Dave. Literally, I, I, I honestly, I will get matching cowboy hats with you and walk around with you and quote Plo Koon. I don't care. I love him. I love you. Just keep Plo-Koon. doing what you're doing. <laughs> and. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tony's Game Lounge. Uh, we will see you next week right here on Sunday, right back in the Game Lounge. Thank you for listening. There's chopsticks in mouth. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Be sure to follow us on your streaming platform and follow us on Instagram. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 